Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yes! Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Well, we're getting a lot of run here on the SEC football schedule and what it may or may not be. Uh, I still think they go to nine games. I don't really want to. I'd rather stay at eight, but can the presidents and Commissioner Sankey really do that? Uh, you know, Or can they actually say, you know, we've got enough money, let's stay here. This thing's going to go to $100 million per team. It'll be at it'll be at eighty plus ninety plus for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. That's just TV media rights, or if you just want to say media rights, which includes TV, digital streaming, among other things. Um, you know the college football playoffs going to pump in more money. Maybe they'll just say, "Hey, now that we're expanding the college football playoff, we'll stay at eight conference games." We are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, brought to you by the amazing steaks and bacon appetizer and Long Branch Bourbon at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Again, we're streaming live for you on TheZone1059.com. And the uh, Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame and Museum decided to uh, take the uh, Howell Gillum 
uh, trophy ceremony on the road, and it will be at Pearl River Resort today at 1130. Um, if you're in the area, you need to go ahead and grab a ticket and go. Uh, I'll be heading out after the show, and I'm looking forward to that. We'll see who wins the trophies a little bit later today. It will be a luncheon. I don't do many luncheons, but I'm I'm in today. That sounds very important in corporate. Um, but I did bring a sport coat and a button. And I, look, I got dressed up all, this is insane. I got dressed up all weekend. And, you know, this day and age, you can just kind of throw on some, some pants and a pullover. If you need a button down, you can do that. Blake and I are, when we're doing the show, we're not dressed up. Um, and, and Blake looks like a homeless person. But, that is a lot. Uh, you know, I've got on a pullover or a hoodie, and some, uh, what kind of pants? Lululemon pants. Oh, that's, that'll, that'll get, that's bougie that's, as hell. That's going to get the people, uh, uh, but this isn't like a, a sport coat and, and tie. Well, nobody, not really anybody wears tie now. Oh, right? uh, all the lawyers and all the. No, they don't. You don't think so? Nah. I think lawyers Chuck wear Chuck doesn't wear a tie. Yeah, but Chuck's an innovative guy. I think, I think a lot of. <laughs> I think a lot of lawyers Whoa. still wear ties. Whoa. I think a lot of lawyers still wear ties. I don't even think the big firms. Bernini, Butler, Son? I don't know. Let, let's hear. What is the percentage on a daily basis of attorneys at, uh, I can't think of some of just the others. Just any, any attorney. Yeah, right let's now, just, if let's you're just a, go with the 30, 40, 50 plus man firm. Or just anyone. Who wears a tie? No, I like to know the, who wears the, the a tie. Boutique, the, the three to four man firms do not Definitely. wear a tie. I'm, I'm with you. I 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree. I mean, I just had to pay an attorney, and, and I think, he, I, I think he's wearing a sweatsuit. Stockbrokers. He may not have been an attorney, though. Stockbrokers no longer wear ties like they used to. That's either. true. It's, but a, it's open collar. I think, I think there's still a decent amount of... So, when, when I was selling life insurance for a company that I will not name, okay, uh, they required us to wear ties. That's funny. And all of their... It was one of those, like, understood rules. Like, the big boys wore ties, so everyone else wore ties, right? Like, the main partners were wearing ties. I got you. Guys who were making $3 million a year were still wearing ties. Wow. Because it was a part of the I'd, image. I'd be wearing a it's part of the image. pullover and some cool pants or jeans. And, like, I'm wearing Peter Millar sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or Adidas. Well, you're or, bougie. That's not bougie. I don't, you know. Peter Millar sneakers and Lululemon pants aren't bougie. They're comfortable. Okay, I didn't say bougie doesn't isn't comfortable. Uh, I'm wearing a, a Mike Leach state pullover. That is not bougie. Okay. Yeah. I've got on a ESPN The Zone undershirt. It's impressive. I've got on Adidas boxers. I don't know that I needed all that information. Well, you went, we were going there, so yeah. let's go there. Are they silk Adidas boxers? Because that'd be bougie. Well, they're the performance fit. Uh, Whatever. That, those are very they're comfortable. Not, yeah. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I've got like 22 pair. By the way, I'm a fan. I am a fan. I'm, I'm Adidas you. boxers, Lululemon pants, and this pullover, and Peter Millar shoes. What's worse, having to wear a tie every day to work or drafting Anthony Richardson in the top five? Oh, that's both terrible options. Someone uh, said I was never going to be a guy who wore slacks and a tie to work. You know that about me, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so a tie. I can't, hold on. You know that. You just said, yeah. So I can't be that bougie. No, see, you're now you're missing. I was never going to. Now, today I'm going to put on jeans. After, after the show, 
because I got to haul blank to Pearl River Resort because we got to get this Ross Dellinger interview, interview in. Yeah. Okay. And I'm coming in on, I told Matt at Pearl River Resort, I'm coming in on two wheels. Um, and, and, and that's in my 10 year old SUV. That's how bougie I am. All right. So, see, but see, you're like waiters at certain restaurants have to wear ties. That doesn't make them bougie. So okay, the tie itself isn't bougie. Where was I going? Oh, I'm wearing a sport coat. My point was Friday night at the rehearsal dinner, I got dressed up. I went open, but I went open collar. Which is what you should do. Okay, because weddings. it was a rehearsal dinner. I, you know, it, I, look, I looked good. It was all good. Do you not now, go Saturday, I went, I went with the suit that DR put me in from Kincaid's. Did you go tie? Yes. Because if you wear a suit, I went you tie, gotta... and I just want you to know the tie that he picked out was fresh. Oh, my I'm sure. God. It was so fresh. <laughs> I think when I, it was, it, there was electricity going through the tie. Yeah. I got it. So did you go, did you loosen the tie or go completely tie off at, at the party afterwards? I think once I got into my fifth Miller Lite and about 10 songs in with the band, I took my tie off. And I went open collar. So that's the move. You okay. got to go. I'm I'm a big, I'm not a huge Deion Sanders fan, but I do love, as QB1 dropped the quote, and it's a great quote, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good. It's all about how you look. I've always been a proponent of that. It's always about looking fresh on the field, whatever oh, well, you're my, doing. My, I don't wear as much of it anymore, but my closet's fantastic. Correct. No, I, I'm not to that point because I mean, I'm between, not old, but... Luke and Keith, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, so I've got some Kincaid stuff like that. Some, but like, I got to be honest. There's nothing like walking out and being looking fly. Can Can I tell you how? This is how I nerded out on it. I took three. I took a bunch of clothes up to Dr. for him to pick out what I was yeah. wearing on Friday. So like I was getting the suit. I knew I was getting the suit. I didn't. I didn't even have a suit that fit me going into this wedding. That's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Now, this thing was tailored to the to the deal. Um, uh, you know, I was kind of worried. I couldn't really eat a lot on Saturday, but I, I got it. I got in the pants. It was all good. It was all good. Where were we going with that? I don't know, but it was a bunch of nonsense that was fun. We were talking about ties and people ties. who get stuck yeah. wearing ties. I haven't ties. worn a tie. I was sitting there thinking, do I remember how to tie this thing? <laughs> Bulldog West says even talking about what you're wearing is bougie. Is it? Do you think that's true? Well, it, so this is why I laugh about this. People, there's still this stigma in the South that, like, if you're a man, you're not supposed to care what you look like or you can't care that's about dumb. clothes or how anything like that. That's Neanderthal. It's the same people who eat, you know, well-done steaks and chicken tenders and things like that. I got you. It's the same. Ch- yeah. It's they, a they, stunted, dip their, they double dip their chicken yeah, tenders. It's a stunted growth mentality. It's people who's, like mental state just didn't develop after fifth grade or something like that fair enough yeah i'm i think you can it doesn't have to do with wearing a tie i love looking good i love yeah. wearing nice clothes i well, love going to kincaid yeah i brought i brought everything i needed you know cool jeans button down sport coat and some awesome shoes <laughs> from kincaid's for the Howell Gillum ceremony at Pearl River Resort. We, we asked what's worse, wearing a tie every day or drafting Anthony Richardson. And Seth says, a tie makes you look good and maybe uncomfortable. Drafting Anthony Richardson's getting you fired. It's a good point. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Long Branch Bourbon. Good morning. Welcome in. We'll get an update on how Blake did at his disc golf tournament, the Philly Fling, this weekend. I'm Alex Rodriguez. 
And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Blake and I were discussing because of the text line and, you know, where do you sit on Mississippi State baseball? It, it's really early. I think Ole Miss has some confidence. I don't know if Ole Miss is dominant. I mean, they didn't even get dominant till April 15th, so it may not matter for either school right now. I mean, I say may not matter. You can't continue to stack losses in Starkville and even make a regional on the road. So you got to be you got to start trending the right way, right? I mean, you got Valpo and Lipscomb this weekend. And, and I know Lipscomb played a big, played some people well. And, you know, these mid-major teams can beat you and they get a either a, a really good arm on the mound or some kind of crafty lefty. And all of a sudden, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are going, what the heck happened? But you really need to win four in a, four in a row this week, which would be five in a row total. Um, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we talked about how they weren't ranked in the top twenty-five for a reason, and some of y'all got upset. I'm not hearing from any of y'all now. Feel free, agup.com text line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. If y'all listen to this show, I kind of question whether they would. I mean, I said road regional team. That that was like the best. If that's where I predict you to. B, like Ole Miss could still be in the hunt for hosting. Uh, Mississippi State's not going to host unless like some kind of insane turnaround happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to rip off like 11 of 13, then stay pretty good, then maybe even rip off another, you know, six of seven type deal. I mean, I'm talking about stacking a ton of wins. How do you feel about Hell State baseball right now? I never thought Lamonis and staff would be in this situation. I think they're good coaches. I think they know baseball. I mean, I don't think they know baseball. They know baseball. But you have to win. The expectations aren't going to change in Starble. You know? Um, they they ramped up under Cohen. And then you went on this amazing... How many... Since 2013, is it four College World Series and a national championship? I believe that's correct, yeah. Okay. And now, all of a sudden, you're in... De- Again, it's early, but you're somewhat in danger of not being a in the tournament. Because I think you're playing to be on the road in a regional. 
Did you expect this team to be further along? Absolutely. Program. Team. Wouldn't you in year five? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm shocked that they're in this situation. Now, maybe things line up. Dome. You know, Gartman. Lawton, Sinjay, all the whatever. Maybe some things line up. They shake out. They get settled down. Uh, Lamona said the word consistency like 14 times yesterday. Maybe they start playing more consistent baseball on the mound and at the plate. How confident are you in that? Yeah, surely most of you have moved on from hosting. <laughs> Blake couldn't even keep a straight face on that. Well, I you've know got some haven't. talent. You've got. I'm not saying that you're devoid of talent. Ole Miss has some guys that are. Op, and this is with losing Hunter Elliott. Um, just operating at a higher level. You know, Ethan Groth is the new guy from Tulane. He's hitting 413. Jacob Gonzalez is hitting 413. Harris Chatnier. Calarco, Alderman, all over 370. Mm. Now, I know it's about the mound more so than hitting, but it's not bad when you can absolutely rake. Um, and I'm not saying that Ole Miss has it all figured out by any stretch of the imagination with Dordery and, and, and Sonia and, and Rebus. And we don't know what this is going to look like. Dome going as, as long, what, five and change yesterday? Yeah, five innings. Makes you, you know, you feel... Gartman wasn't bad by any stretch. He wasn't. No. Uh, so you, you had a little bit of positivity um, in the whole thing. I had people texting me over the weekend that Lamonis need to fire Fox Hall and hire Roy Oswald or Jay Powell for the rest of the year. Is that a That's little extreme? Yeah. I mean, what, you know, I don't even know how that works in baseball. Like, you know, you don't ever hear, like, you, you have coordinators fired during the season in college football. And you just, you, you know, you, you, you bump the linebackers coach or the safeties coach. Or you fire an OC and the, the, the head coach takes over. Uh, but I just wondered, like, on DEFCON, are you, where are you? DEFCON 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. One being the worst. Blake and I got it mixed up a couple weeks ago. Sean asks on the Ag Up Equipment text line, is the problem Lamonis or Foxhall or both? I don't that's a great question. Um where look, if they miss the postseason, it's gonna get downright ugly, and you'll have a first year athletic director in cool. office who is already very aware of the passion for college baseball in Starkville, Mississippi. If they make the postseason, I think everybody will breathe and exhale a little bit, but it will be a critical, critical July and August for Lamonis and whoever he retains. Well, let me ask you this. Does the fact that there's a new AD and the fact that you didn't make the postseason last year put any weight to the theory that if they do not make the postseason this year, Chris Lamonis' job is on the line? For next year? No, for if they don't make it this year. I don't think so. I think if you fire a national championship coach two years removed from a national championship, yeah. some of the guys that you could usually get will Aren't, say no thank you. I 
Could not agree more. I'm, that's just my initial thought as you threw that out. I couldn't agree more. One, I, mean, I don't think Zach Selman, I think there would be some changes made. But I don't think Chris Limonis, even missing the postseason, yeah. is in jeopardy of losing his job. It, will he be firmly on the hot seat? Yes. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I definitely definitely agree with that. Uh, one Somebody text- on our text line said, Scott Foxhall to Starkville Academy. Hello. Damn, that's... That's uh, that's burning it down pretty quick. One unnamed texture said there's zero chance for postseason. It's wow. a strong, strong statement. Wow. Number two on the road or number three on the road is best case scenario. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, would I'm at, so. I'm asking that to our listeners. Number a number two seat on the road or a number three seat on the road is best-case scenario. I mean, right now, two-seed is 100% up in the air. Okay. I mean, in th- in theory, in theory, hosting is up in the air. It's not really because, you'd like you said, you'd have to go like 35 and 5 the rest of the way. It's not happening. So it's probably not happening. Um, but, yes, you could absolutely get us two. Because all you – the irony of this is you could lose one game a weekend, and if you win two a weekend in the SEC, you're coming out on top. Like, you're going to be fine. Can they get to 14 and 16 in the league? Because that gets you. I mean, that's usually been the cutoff. Yeah. Anything under that is can, then sketchy. Can, can you get to 14 and 16 in the league? Mm, Ole Miss goes to Vanderbilt to start SEC play. Not this weekend, but next, Blake. Yep, yep. And Mississippi State goes to a little further north to Lexington, Kentucky to play a former Mississippi State assistant in Nick Mingione. There you go. It's going to be a loaded. And your uh, favorite, obviously, coach, college baseball coach, is at Vanderbilt. Tim Corbin. Tim Corbin, that's right. Real quick before we go to Steve Robertson next, uh, breaking news out of Oxford is that special teams coordinator Marty Biaggi for Ole Miss is apparently is expected to take the same position at Notre Dame. Damn. That's according to David Johnson at Rebels247. Wow. That's the guy that Bartu loved. You know, yeah. he was under before Kiffin, Jeff Brom at Purdue. Yeah. And I bet he eats He's a, a little freak. Eats a mean plate of pasta with a name like Marty Biagi. No doubt. Hey, the Howell Gillum Trophy Ceremony is today at Pearl River Resort. Silver Star Golden Moon Casino. I'll be there. Looking forward to that. Uh, Steve Robertson coming up next on Hell State Baseball. There's a meltdown, but at what level? Blake's on DEFCON 1. Where are you? This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview. Or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Is this thing working? The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Book your stay and play right now. Golf, the sports book, Philip M's, poker, craps, blackjack. Presented by Pearl River Resort, Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. And don't forget that the Sportsbook and Lounge has a full bar and March Madness is here. It'll be next week. SEC basketball tournament this weekend. Play a little golf. Go to the sports book with some buddies. That's a good 24 to 48 hours. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Our SEC insider hit this morning with Steve Robertson is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your Farm Bureau insurance agent in your town or county in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. can also hit favorites.com. Steve Robertson was at the Frisco Classic all weekend. Uh, there was some good and bad. And uh, Friday and Saturday was Meltdown City on Steve's board, jeanspage.com, among other uh, Twitter, my text messages. And um, and then this morning, people, I, while yesterday's win was a big win for Lamonis and Mississippi State, uh, people are, you can tell, uh, there's a lot of angst and concern within the program. So we welcome in Hell State Insider Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Steve, yesterday was a good win. You know, Gartman and, and Dome and some other things happened. But uh, all in all, you know, it wasn't necessarily a a really good weekend in Frisco. Um, how concerned are you right now with where they are? Well, I'm concerned. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned, but I'm concerned. And one of the things that I think about, and I considered this before you called this morning, is, you know, each week, you know, State has dropped a game they shouldn't have. You know, we go back to the first week of the season and said, hey, they should sweep BMI. Will you drop a game? Well, then we talk again and say, okay, it should be a four-in-one week. In week two, well, then you drop a game to UL Monroe that you shouldn't have. I mean, you know, Arizona State's going to have some dudes. I mean, so it's tough to sweep that series. You get into this week, you're thinking, hey, if they can go three and one, it kind of rides the ship. They go two and two. And so it's like each week they're dropping a game that you don't expect them to. And then you look inside the numbers here, and you look at some of these young arms, and you know, there's some guys who just aren't ready for prime time. They've got to figure this thing out. I mean, they should be able to get fat this week. I mean, it should be a very manageable schedule. And you head down to Biloxi, then you head to Lexington. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the people are right to be concerned because the expectations for Mississippi State baseball never change. This team will have to scrap and claw, in my opinion, to be a two or three seed on the road. I think that's fair. And I think this team is good enough offensively to get there. The problem is, it's like even against the game against Oklahoma, you know, you go out there and you score nine runs and you assume, okay, well, that's a competitive ball game, but it really wasn't. I mean, your state gets beat 15-9 to nine and they were chasing the game uh, in the middle innings and beyond. I mean, you know, the state answers early on, you get a lead, and the next thing you know, it's an eight-run eight, eight 
eight four ball game. State puts three, it's eight seven. You're thinking, okay, if we can get a clean inning here, maybe we could get the lead to hang on here. But uh, State couldn't get the clean inning, and that's been probably the most disappointing thing. Just you know, just defensively, uh, especially on that left side, uh, you, know, you, you continue to have some issues over there, and uh, you know, you've got young pitching. And you can't give those guys, you know, you can't force them to get four and five outs and then they expect to go win ball games. Defense get better. We all know the issues with pitching there. And when State loses a ball game, they really lose ball game. You look at every game that's been competitive or been close, State's won those games. And more times than not, the common denominator has been uh, timely errors and walks. And if you're going to walk the ballpark, you're not going to beat anybody. Steve Robertson talking Hale State baseball, a lot of concern. Uh, can they get to the postseason? Long way to go, uh, but Steve just referenced a lot of things that have to kind of line up for them to do that. I mean, can they get uh, – and I think this will be a tremendous challenge. Can they go 14 and 16 in the league? That's usually the the cutoff. And not drop many more, if it, maybe one or two more non-conference games to get a two or a three seed. Um, on the road, you know, this thing could, this thing may not, their, their rotation, mm, who knows when, when they'll actually have it, right? Steve, I mean, it could be three weeks from now. I think it'll be settled by the time you get to Kentucky. I I don't think Cade Smith is, uh, is far back. I mean, I, I think that he's, I think he's back sooner rather than later. And, uh, you know, you need Cade Smith to be really good. You don't need Cade Smith to be average and, you know, obviously he had some uh, some soreness and some tenderness in week two, and uh, yeah, Kate Smith's a strike thrower. And when he even when he is on his game or just sort of on his game, this is the guy that gets ahead of one. And I didn't do that at all against Arizona State, so they give him some time off. And uh, you know, we expect him back again sooner rather than later. Uh, you know, uh, Einstein is a guy that it's just kind of hit or miss. I, I didn't think he was good at all on Saturday. You know, he, he got through the first inning, of, you know, fairly. Easily, easily, and then gives up a three-run bomb and recovers, and kind of gets out of that inning. You think, okay, well, that's baseball. Things are going to happen when you challenge hitters. In that third inning, it was a complete meltdown, and and uh, the state is just having to be so reliant on newcomers that on, on pitching. That's the thing I go back to one of our earlier conversations this season is, you know, how does Mississippi State baseball get into a situation where you don't have one or two established weekend starters and and they're not there. And uh, that that's really the rub of the whole thing is, you know, with the offense this team has, uh, you know, if you had quality pitching on the front line, you'd feel a lot better about the season. And then you know, guys like Nate, they don't step up and you begin to wonder, okay, what's his role? Does he need to go into a starting role? Uh, is he better in, in the back end? Look, as you look at Gartman, who wasn't sharp yesterday, but has been State's most consistent guy this year, Gartman gets you through four, and then Dome closes the door. You know, is that the recipe for success? I guess that's something they're still figuring out. Hmm. There seems like a, too many. If this happens, then this happens for for this team. Um, I know there's still a long way to go. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, dot com, two four seven Sports on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN one zero five nine The Zone. What do you think if you had to bet a hundred bucks? You think Dome goes to a starting role sooner than later? I don't think initially, uh, but I think if, if things continue the way they are, of course, as you mentioned, there's a lot of if-then scenarios, and you, know, you want to have all that cleared up before you get into SEC play. That's why I think this week is so important. I mean, you get Valparaiso coming in on Tuesday, you get Lipscomb coming in for the weekend. 
you, you can do no worse than three and one this week. And you really you need to go four and zero. I mean, you you, you got to start making up some ground on some of these games that you lost you shouldn't have. And you know, Lipscomb took two out of three from Notre Dame earlier this year, and but then they got swept by Auburn, and you kind of wonder. You know, who is this team? But, you know, Mississippi State can't take anybody for granted. They have to focus on the next game, the next opponent, and go out there and try to win today's game. And so, you know, Tuesday will be interesting just because you're back home. But, uh, you know, I, I'm eager to see what they do down in Biloxi, you know, you, you know, against uh, UL, Lafayette, and, and Nickel State. And I know that the, the fans down there always pack it in. I'm glad they go play that game. But those games take on that in importance. You know, State needs to put together a nice winning streak and have some juice heading into Lexington. All right, so what's the latest on Aaron Nixon and Pico Khan and some of the other guys? Well, they both travel with the team. I had a chance to see both of those guys, uh, you know, over the weekend. So I'm both getting on the bus yesterday. And, uh, you know, of course, Kate Smith unavailable this weekend. Kate's out there, you know, happy doing well. And, uh, and Nixon was in uniform yesterday, and I'm told that, you know, it, it, if they had to have him, they could have had him, but they're trying to give him a little more time. And, uh, you know, you don't really know the nature of these things because, you know, the Monos and Fox all just don't they don't talk about it. They're going to protect those kids. But that's the thing that kind of gives you a little bit of hope. You start thinking, okay, you know, Pico was a proven commodity last year, even as a freshman. You get him and get Nixon and Smith. You start getting some guys back, and all of a sudden, you know, the workload is not shifted more towards these now, these younger guys quite as much, and, and you start thinking, okay, if we can get these guys back, things will begin to settle on the mound, and that's really the hope for State. So it's not like, okay, you're just going to keep playing with the guys you're playing with. There, there is some help out there. It's just a matter of getting those guys healthy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but but you agree that they're playing for a, a, a road regional and probably best-case scenario is a number two seat on the road. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I mean, yeah, I'm barring something unforeseen. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, somebody gets hot and emerges out of nowhere. I mean, I, I think about last year, like Dylan DeLucia, you know, it, it'll miss down a stretch. There was not a better pitcher in the country. I mean, let's be honest about it. That guy was hot as he could possibly be. What took some time for him to kind of find that? And, you know, you, you hope that there's somebody like that that can step up for State. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think State, at, at best, is uh, – is expected, you know, or maybe pushing towards a two seat somewhere. It may end up being a three seat somewhere. But I think if you're Mississippi State, you're thinking, hey, just get me in a tournament. Hopefully, we're playing our best baseball at the end of the year, and perhaps we can surprise somebody. But I think anything beyond that is probably a little bit foolhardy right now. What if they don't even make the SEC tournament? That that would be an absolute nightmare scenario, and uh, I, I think it would lead to Lamontis having to basically gut the staff and make some changes. And uh, I, I don't think anybody could begrudge him that. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's this is Mississippi State baseball. It's never a year where people are apathetic. I mean, it's just never a situation where people are like, oh, you know, we had a big year last year. It's okay to rebuild this year. You know, last year, as terrible as it was with all these injuries, you know, fans are just very unforgiving. You know, it, it, you know, yeah, yeah, you won the national championship in 2021. And you don't even make any of the postseason in 2022. People offer you a little bit of grace for a year, but that's not really the case. You, you can't start stacking mediocre or bad years to start. Well, just it didn't work out well. Steve Robertson, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. If they if they don't go 4-0 this week, where will you sit with them going down to Biloxi and then Lexington? Well, I think, you know, you have to go three and one for sure. You have to. I mean, anything happens on a weekend. I mean, sometimes you run into a hot pitch pitch or whatever, but 
you'd love to go four and zero just because you start making up some ground on some of that stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I think you know, when you look at the next two weeks, you know, the next what ten games or so, you know, State's got a chance to kind of right the ship a little bit. And I, I think their problems are really all internal. I don't think like you know, Oklahoma is a team, the only team I look at and say, hey, this team beat Mississippi State. I mean, because they got they, what, they get eighteen, nineteen hits, and you know. So it's like Friday night, State's nibbling a little bit, so you walk the ballpark. And Saturday, you go challenge hitters, and they hit you all over the yard. And Oklahoma, despite their losses, that's a great program. And let's just go ahead and set it for what it is, right? But who? what's your identity, right? I mean, you got to go out there and pound the zone. And, and, and they did more of that on, on Sunday. The difference is you don't have a guy that's got, you know, Nate Gomes' velocity and his ability to throw that slider for a, a swing and miss. But, uh, you know, this week, State can do no worse than three and one. You know, listen, four and zero, oh, it wouldn't right the ship, but people would feel a whole lot better about heading into next week. And then all of a sudden, you take those two games in Biloxi and you put together, you know, a six, seven game winning streak. You feel like, hey, we're, now we're starting to figure some things out. Well, you know, I I like the staff, and um, I think they're talented, but. I never thought that Lamonis and the staff would be in this predicament. Yeah, I think that's fair. And, you know, and I like, uh, you know, I like winning more, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people feel. It's like, you know, hey, we're very grateful and we're very loyal, but at the end of the day, you know, our loyalty is to a program, not to an individual, you know, right. and uh, the reality of it is, is that I, I have not lost faith in Coach Chris Lamonis, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's one of those things that concerns me is the fact that we don't have a frontline starter on the weekend. You know, uh, does that fall to Fox? You know, I mean, ultimately he's a pitching coach, you know, and so it's his responsibility to make sure you've got quality arms to run out there each and every time. And, and sometimes that's a process, you know, and people forget. I mean, you know, even back in 2020, I mean, you know, it took, took State a couple of weekends to kind of sell a rotation. You know, Will Bednar didn't really emerge until you went and played Long Beach State. And so, uh, there's still some time to figure some things out, but state's running out of that time as SEC approach uh, play is now approaching. Mm. Uh, and it, it felt like five minutes ago, Gotro was the hottest assistant in the country. Um, you think if things unravel that uh, Fox Hall will get let go and Gotro has a chance to stay one more year? I mean, I, I mean, I don't rule anything out, but I, again, I don't think Gotro is, and, and the hitting is, is really the issue. I mean, you know, of course, uh, you know, his games, nobody stays hot all the time, but, you know, when you look at the, you know, the offensive potential of this lineup and what they've done so far, I mean, you know, it's just, it, it's a rarity that the offense doesn't come through. I mean, you saw it Tuesday night against Southern Miss. I mean, it's like, you, you can keep them down for a couple innings, but at some point they're going to get you, and that's what happens. And uh, especially a team like this, it's patient and willing to let you walk them, and then all of a sudden you get the big hit. And you know, Colton Ledbetter had a tough weekend out here in Frisco. He, he did. did. He came up with the bases loaded four times, and all they got was an RBI sack fly to show for it. And that was a really, really shallow uh, ball. They just happened to take a chance, and the throw goes up the line there, but. We know that Colton Ledbetter is a proven commodity, and he's going to bounce back. And now that teams have seen film on him, they're going to pitch him different. They're going to attack him differently. And and listen, this this is not, you know, Sanford. You know, this is the SEC, and you're going to have the, some of the best minds in all of college baseball uh, trying to exploit your weaknesses. So he's going to have to adjust. Baseball is a game of adjustments. But I got a lot of confidence in Jake. And uh, you know, listen, I think Scott Fox. saw people forget, you know, just two years ago he was a he was a national assistant of the year. 
you know, and so this is a guy that didn't forget how to coach. It's just about getting these guys to grow up and finding a role for them that helps Mississippi State win some ball games. All right, we'll switch gears. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports. Uh, must win Thursday, Mississippi State, Florida in Nashville. I don't think there's any question. Now, I, you know, again, the Vanderbilt game, we, we, we all kind of saw what's happened in Nashville over the course of last month. Jerry Stackhouse got those guys playing exceptionally well. And even without Liam Robinson, I mean, you know, th- this team is very good. You know, State had their opportunities, but it felt like State was chasing them the entire second half. But uh, that's behind you now. So now you got to go uh, play a Florida team that you should have defeated in the regular season. And so maybe there's a chance for some redemption. But uh, I, I think State is on the bubble today. I think most people would agree. You win that game against Florida, I think you're in. You lose that game, I think you leave it in the hands of the committee and you may end up in the NIT. But the fact that State is still playing meaningful basketball at this point in the season is a testament to Chris Jans, that staff and team. And I don't know that many people expected State to still be in the conversation this late in the year, but here we are. And I think, as you mentioned, I think it's probably a play-in game for State. You win that game, you're in the tournament. Because if you win, you pull Bama, right? Didn't I see that earlier? So that's correct. Yeesh. Yeah, you win Alabama. Yeah, and, and you know what? And, and you know, state's been competitive in those games, and probably should have won in Tuscaloosa. And now you get round three in a neutral floor, and you know, even if it's a quad one loss, I think it helps your resume. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel Forbes four three five forty. Uh, he burned it up at the combine. Some questions on his weight, but uh, he may. He's definitely going pretty early second. He may may find himself going in the first round. You know what's interesting about that? It's way back in fall practice. I had a scout from an NFC team that told me that they're going to be picking late, and if he's there and he runs well at the combine, they're going to take him. So we'll see how things go there. And you know, People worry about, well, you know, he's 166 pounds. I mean, I mean, goodness gracious, this is a guy that's been getting ready for the combine and, and uh, thinking about his 40. I mean, you and I both know he's, he's trying to, to, to run as fast as he can. Uh, they can put 10, 15 pounds on him without much trouble. I mean, that's just as simple as it is. But I'm, I'm not worried about his playing weight. What he played state 175 most of the time, uh, and this is the most brutal conference in, the, in in college football. And so I'm not worried about that. He's proven that he can run. He's got great length. He's proven that he can cover. He can play off man. He can play press. I'm not the least bit worried about that. And the fact that he'll get into a NFL strength and conditioning program. And uh, put on 15 pounds of mass without hurting his foot speed, his dexterity. This guy's a potential first-rounder, and he deserves every bit of that. All right. Uh, Zach Selman, first-year athletic director. I would think that he's already well aware of the passion um, within the Mississippi State fan base for baseball. I don't think there's any question. And, uh, again, he's coming from Oklahoma. They're a team, too, that's very passionate about baseball. They don't pack in the numbers like we do at Duty Double Field. But, yeah, I mean, Zach's well aware of what he's got his arms around. And uh, he was out in Frisco. Matter of fact, I visited with him a little while in the box, uh, hanging with Zach Prescott and Rafael Palmero. I mean, so he's rubbing shoulders with people that understand the Mississippi State experience. And, you know, I I don't think Zach needs, uh, you know, needs a book or any guidance or anything like that to understand how important college baseball is to Mississippi State people. Do you think that Pico Khan can can pitch in the next week or so? I think so. You know, of course, nobody's going to make any official declarations about that. But, uh, you know, I was told 
two weeks ago, he was probably a week to 10 days out. And so we're, we're past that now. And uh, again, he did make the trip with the team. He was in uniform uh, this weekend. Uh, I don't know how he was available, but I suspect when we get into SEC play, you know, he'll be, he'll be ready to go. Of course, you'd like to see his first innings probably coming in on conference. So maybe you've seen him in Biloxi. Hmm. All right. We'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, the Boneyard podcast. Uh, I think it's close to DEFCON 1 uh, in Startable. If you look at the reaction on our text line uh, today and, and the last week or so as far as baseball, and as Steve said, uh, we'll see if they can get it going. A 4-0 week would really put Lamonis and the crew with some momentum going to Biloxi, but they're a long way from that. Steve, we appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll do it again soon. See ya. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Don't forget that we're looking for a couple of sports interns to hang out with us. Uh, yes, you have to work. Um, unfortunately, you have to work with Blake. But, um, you know, if you want to learn a little bit about sports marketing, sports talk radio, podcasting, all that, um, we've had some, you know, great interns come through over the last 15-plus years. And just hit us up on the text line if you may be interested, or male or female. Um, male or female. 601-885-3776 is the text line. Also, I forgot to give this out earlier. The uh, Patron party line is 601-707-3750. I've had more people come up to me, females, because we had a, a few up here that night about uh, how much they enjoyed sipping on really, really, really premium 100% blue agave tequila like Patron Reposado, Patron Añejo, and Patron Extra Añejo, which is really cool. Um, you want If you're going to drink premium tequila, you want it to be 100% blue agave, not with, you know, additives and, and so on. Uh, Blake? Yes, sir. How would you describe it? DEFCON 1 through 5, 1 being the worst. Mm. At Mississippi State with so baseball right now. the fans are probably at a higher level of panic than the program is, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. It, it's probably not quite as the sky is falling as maybe fans feel like it is. Agree. I do think with, with Steve Robertson, as, as he said, you gotta. You, you just keep coming back to how is there no headlined guy? You know, it would make sense if you had had a hunter. Like I don't know what James Smith. You get a transfer, and, you know, and he's and he's gonna be good, and then he tears his elbow in week two or three. Right. It's like okay, you went out, you got somebody, you thought you had him, and then an injury happens. Hunter Elliott, Landon Sims, it happens. Right. You didn't have that happen. You just don't have a guy, and that's probably the most indicted or the biggest indictment of what's going on in Starville right now. Yeah. Is how do you how did you not either through recruiting the last three seasons or JUCO slash transfer recruiting the last two seasons not go get someone that's at least a low-end Friday night ace? Fair enough. So where are you? DEFCON? Three, I guess. Two and a half. I'm right in the middle. Okay. It's, it's not quite panic. They... Everything they can get a two seed and do everything they want to do, that's all still in front of you. You you don't go four and zero or three and really you don't go four and zero this weekend. Then it's yeah starts getting even more real. 
Okay. And then they go back on the road next week to Biloxi for two games. And then they go to Lexington, Kentucky for three. All right. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the number one commercial and industrial roofing company in the state of Mississippi, and that is Independent Roofing Systems. Roofing.ms. Ross Dellinger at 930 today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.